Good morning, everyone. Jim Laird here from Indian Shores, Florida. Uh, it's been a weird couple days here. I think uh, the universe is messing with me since I bought a uh, I bought a solar a solar system for my battery bank for my trip coming up here soon, so I can charge on the go. Um, I think the universe is kind of messing with me because I was really excited about testing that thing out and seeing what it could do. So um, I think that's why it's been, I don't think it's been this cloudy and rainy since I've moved here, like two years in Florida. So three days in a row, good times. So um, yesterday we had a really good webinar or I had a really good webinar. Dr. Stillman's internet was kind of uh, uh, not the greatest. So he wasn't able to join me. So I basically did a webinar on uh, kind of mistakes that I see people making with hormones and it comes with tying exercise into that. Um, it was, it was a really interesting, uh, I thought it was interesting anyway. So we had a lot of people on there and, and got a lot of great feedback. So really enjoyed that. <clears throat> We're taking a break next week, but the week after that, we'll be back in full force. Make sure you are, uh, on our email list. We simplified it. So if you don't want to now, when you go to the website, It'll say on the top of the page, get on the email list, the pop-up pops up. That's basically, we have like an email sequence that tells you about the fundamentals of wellness. And we'd love to have you the fundamentals of wellness masterclass. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of people, they don't want their email bombarded and blasted and, and we get that. So we're very transparent. If you want more information about the fundamentals of wellness, uh, mastermind coaching group, go ahead and put your email address in the five biggest health mistakes. If you don't want those emails, it's like five, a five email sequence, like over five or six days. And then, uh, then you'll get our regular emails. We send out an email every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, Monday, Wednesday tells you about the upcoming webinar, um, and whatever else we've got going on. And then, uh, Friday, uh, basically tells you about, um, what's happened during the week and we highlight some of the, the shows we've done and such. So um, we'd love to get you on the list. We want to provide as much value as possible. And also, so just in case we disappear, you know, because there's, there's a lot of censorship still going on, especially for people that are encouraging people to be strong, independent, free thinking people. Uh, that doesn't seem to be uh, what the system wants. They want what I call complacent, compliant consumers. So not, not me. So that's not me. So if you want to join a group of people that, uh, that really, um, you know, Dr. Stillman and I really care about people. We really want to give away as much free value as we can. Also, you know, we have the, we run a business as well. We have to be able to make a living, but we give away so much value. Um, you know, the weekly webinars are, are great and those are free if you're on the list and you can listen to the replay on that. And, you know, of course we're adding, a webinar per week to the uh, the Fundamentals of Wellness Mastermind Coaching Group, uh, along with all the other content in there with, a, you know, the live Q&As. I have one tomorrow at 11 a.m. that I do, and those are a blast. We generally have between eight and 10 people in those, and it's a lot of fun. You really get to know people, and that that's where the magic happens is really getting to know people's context and know their goals. And this has a lot to do with today's topic is, <clears throat> is resentment holding you back? Now, this is really interesting because um, I have a lot of firsthand experience with this and you'll hear people like Tom Brady. You'll hear people like um, David Goggins, 
uh, who else? Um, Michael Jordan. They'll tell you that hate um, was their motivator, like like anger, like you know, trying to prove everybody wrong, that sort of thing. <clears throat> it definitely can be a good tool, but for me, um, I use sports. Um, I used the activities I was doing, wrestling, you know, football, powerlifting to manage a lot of that hate and anger that I had. Um, when I was young, uh, I acted out in school a lot, had a lot of issues. I, I won't get into why, but, uh, you know, in, in the power and the teachers, the authorities, instead of getting to the root cause of what was causing me to be this way, um, they were like, well, just, he's, he's aggressive, just put him in sports. And of course, you know, Mike Tyson talks about this too, super highly successful dude, um, highly driven. And he talks about how, you know, he, that hate, that, that killer instinct came from his, his, his childhood and, and the trauma that he, he, uh, basically encountered in his childhood. And those are examples of people that channeled it into something positive. Obviously people end up doing self-destructive things or drinking or whatever. And, and I'm glad that I was able to use sports and use work to basically manage that. But there came a time in my late thirties where, you know, I got ultra colitis where I just could not, I was pushing myself on my job. I was pushing myself in my training. I couldn't switch that off. Right. And I had all this hatred. I had all this anger that I was managing in the gym. Thank goodness. Cause I probably would end up in prison if it wasn't for that. You know, I bounced in nightclubs. So I had incredible self-control, but I had that outlet of the gym to take, you know, all that, that energy out. And, um, it, it was never enough. And it's very addictive when you, when you, when you've trained really hard and, and you're used to being on all the time, you know, when you're used to being like highly stimulated and you're in this high threshold compression strategy where you can't relax where everything is you don't feel normal unless you're on caffeine or unless you're on nicotine or unless you've got loud music it's a really vicious cycle to break free free from <clears throat> um and eventually i you know i figured out that i needed to forgive some people put some things behind me and just let things go and it was really weird because when i did that it was like uh, it was literally like a thousand pound weight vest you know, you know it, those of you that have never uh, competed in powerlifting and lifted really heavy things, when you lift, when you unrack a thousand pound squat, it feels like you've got the entire world stacked on top of you. You're trying to get as much air in as you can. You, you, the first thing that comes into your head is like, what the hell am I doing? Like, this is insane, right? And so when I finally let go of some of that stuff and actually dealt with it. It felt like I had this massive weight lifted off me and I didn't have to um, manage that hate and anger because it was gone. But then it took me about a year to kind of figure out how to train because I actually enjoyed it and I liked it. Right. And so a lot of these people that are driven by rage, um, they're, they're driven by that can be a good thing, but that's, that's up to you, you know, but there comes a point where, you know, you look at a guy like Tom Brady, you know, he's got, got the best, you know, he's really smart about his training, about his rest, his nutrition. I wasn't so smart about my, my rest. Uh, I was smart about my training, but I, I, I worked too many hours. Like Tom Brady's job is to take care of his body. So him being highly driven for all those years, you know, plus he's got 
probably the best doctors and the best supplement support in the world. I mean, if I was him, I'd have, I'd have, uh, you know, I'd have some very, very high level doctors helping me, you know, increase my body's ability to do great, you know, guys like LeBron James, they have, you know, the best experts in the world. Then you got people like Keith Richards, Ozzy Osbourne, who abuse the living hell out of their body and they do just fine. The problem with resentment and rage is that, yes, it's it's kind of like the dark side of the force, right? There's incredible power that comes with that, but there's also an incredible cost. And some people can get away with it and some people can't. And a lot of people will look at a guy like Goggins and God bless him. You know, we need people like him. There has to be a certain percentage of the, you know, and in the right situation, you should be able to go there. If you're in a life or death situation, you should be able to push yourself to the point where your body breaks in order to survive and your body will do that. But in but doing those kind of things on a regular basis, probably not good for your long-term health, but you know, Goggins is not concerned about his long-term health. You know, he's kind of bought this brand or we're punishing himself as kind of his MO, which, you know, I can, I can respect because we've gotten soft. I mean, the average American male is like, I mean, they couldn't do a good day's farm work if they had to, right? So that's what happens when 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 you go one extreme, then you get, you know, people. We need people with different messages, right? Um, and I'm the guy in the middle going, okay, you're getting ready for Navy SEAL uh, boot camp. Let's figure out the most efficient way to get the job done. Get you as healthy and prepared as possible so you can prepare, you can survive hell week. You can survive and get yourself, you know, through the testing right um seals the the hell week is not about development it's about testing and that's what people don't understand so people are like i'm going to train like a navy seal and they start doing all the crazy stuff that they're doing in hell week the navy seals don't train like that <laughs> they test to see who's going to break and the ones that don't break mentally emotionally and physically they take to the next level then their training completely changes you can't train like that on a regular basis that is just that is to separate the wheat from the chaff, right? And that's the difference between testing and developing. And a lot of people have taken testing and have turned it into training, right? There's a big difference between training and testing. If you've been around the, the Russians and the Eastern Bloc are incredible, incredible wrestlers. So much better than American wrestlers and, the, and their developmental system is so much better most of their training is like a dance they literally drill for hours and hours and hours and it's flowing and it's i love rolling with the russians because it's more about learning and then they have little bouts of competition whereas the american practices most of them are like i'm just going to kick your ass and it turns into an ego contest instead of a learning contest right whereas when i've rolled with russian wrestlers um they're so good at teaching and, and they literally flow together and guys don't get hurt in their, in their drilling. Right. And they have incredible uh, general physical preparedness. There was a, uh, a video I shared way back on my Instagram of these Russian wrestlers that um, were doing like youth development program and the stuff they were doing in their training was incredible. The hand walks, the bear crawls, the wheelbarrow walks, all this stuff in a moderate to medium intensity to build capacity. Cause we're thinking about, down the road right 
So if you want to use hate, anger, if you want to use some of the things that's happened to you to drive you to be more successful, whatever that means, uh, I, I've been around a lot of really, 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 I've been around some of the wealthiest people in the world um, when I worked in Aspen in the late 90s and early 2000s. I mean, I've been around people that the richest, the richest of the rich I've been around. And some of them are the most miserable people in the world. And then I've also been to the third world and I've watched kids play soccer in their bare feet, uh, literally in their underwear, uh, with, with a towel or shirts rolled up in duct tape, playing soccer in the dirt and they're having the blast and they're having the most fun I've ever seen. I've had people in third world countries literally give me the last food they had just because they wanted to. And I tried to give them money. They wouldn't. No, 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 amigo. No, no. You know, and inviting me into their home, cooking me a meal, you know, one light bulb on a dirt floor, giving me the best they got, you know, the best produce, the best meat, uh, without asking for anything in return. Um, and then I've had people that had more money than you could possibly imagine be the cheapest. Absolutely. When I was in, I worked at the St. Regis in, in Aspen <clears throat> and there was a celebrity, I will not say her name. Uh, she stayed at our hotel for a while and she was not very well liked by the staff and people in general. This, this uh, lady, I won't call her that sent one of my bellmen over to Chanel where I used to, I used to do security work at Chanel, get paid a lot of money to stand at a door all day in a suit to pick up $130,000 worth of clothing and accessories from Chanel. So the guy brings it back to the hotel, takes it up to her room, knocks on the door. What? What do you want? Well, I've got your, I've got your clothes, such and such. Just open the door and put it inside the door. Doesn't come to the door. $130,000 bag. No tip. Not once. This lady worth millions and millions of dollars. Not one gratuity the entire stay. Staying in a room that cost $4,000 a night. Her room service bill was over $100,000 for two weeks. Not one tip the entire time. And then again, I'd have, we'd have teachers. Good morning. I'd have teachers conferences come in uh, for, you know, we'd have conferences and seminars in the summertime. In the winter, we didn't have that kind of stuff because, you know, obviously in the winter, everybody's wanting to ski there. We would have teachers come in and $20 tips all the time. You know, these are people that don't have a lot of money, but a lot of them worked in the service industry. They know, uh, you know, that's how we make our money. Um, and then we would have people that uh, were worth a ton of money that, that didn't give anything. But then on the other hand, there were some that were very generous. Uh, I won't mention a name, but a very prominent uh, controversial figure one of the most generous people I've ever been around generally nice to everyone, you know, regardless of your political beliefs, the dude treated everybody fairly. I worked for him a lot, uh, doing private security for him, uh, 
treated everyone, never seen him treat, say anything mean, negative to anybody. It was always, unless somebody was a tool and then he would say something, but very generous, made sure, you know, took, took my entire staff to lunch, you know, everybody, everybody on my staff took two hours out of his day. He stayed with us for a couple of weeks, literally sat down, had dinner, bought dinner for all of us. Um, and he didn't have to do that. He did it because he wanted to, he loves the hospitality industry. And so he would talk to us and get to know, know us and, and you know, what he would ask our opinions on like, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? What works? What's not, what do you find the biggest complaints are incredible, regardless of what you think politically, the dude, the dude is like a genuinely passionate person about what he does. So I won't say any names cause I, you know, don't want to cause a big upheaval. But my point is, is you kind of have to decide what motivates and what drives you. And if you take a more stoic approach, like if you look at like Star Wars, you look at somebody like Yoda, Obi-Wan Kenobi, more of a stoic approach and then using their power uh, in an appropriate manner versus the dark side, which is like unlimited power, you know, uh, through hate through anger and that has side effects you're miserable right so there has to be some balance there and when you start getting into the fact that a lot of people are struggling with health one of the last things they think about is their mental health and how they're dealing with their stress and the stress they have in their head they can't turn that hamster wheel off and i still get very aggressive when i train I just know how to shut it off when I'm done. And I know how to find, it took me years to find peace and tranquility in my own head. I had to work at it really, really hard. So now I can flip the switch and be a little more aggressive. And then I can turn it off when I need to. Before it was on all the time. And I couldn't sleep unless I was exhausted because I didn't know how to shut that off. I didn't know how to shut off that rage that just walking around like, oh, you know, didn't know how to do it, you know, driving around, listening to loud music all the time. Now, a lot of times I'm listening to calm stuff. You know, when I get off a call, I'm taking 10 to 15 minutes to chill. Right. Instead of always being amped, always being on, I'm looking for ways to shut down. One of my favorite things I look forward to is after I train hard is, you know, relaxing, doing a breathing drill and just calm, just getting calm. I, I love going to the float tank. I haven't had as much time to go as I usually normally do. Um, hopefully I'll get a float session in this week. I could probably use it. Got a lot of crazy stuff going on here in the, in the next, uh, I have to go to Miami next week, take care of some things. And then hopefully I'll be heading, heading South to Nicaragua and getting prepared to do that. So that's going to be an adventure. Uh, who knows how long that'll take, but um, looking forward to that. But I just wanted you to think about, who you are, what your goals are. And obviously, you know, guys like, uh, you know, Dennis Rodman, Michael Jordan, uh, uh, Tom Brady, these guys have gotten paid millions and millions and millions of dollars. Uh, and they use rage and they use a lot of their, 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 you know, things to motivate them, which is fine if, if you can handle it. Right. So everybody's a little different, but don't, model your life after an outlier. And if you do though, understand there's trade-offs, right? 
So you look at guys like Jerry Rice who worked really hard, but Jerry Rice actually was pretty balanced. He's pretty straight and narrow, and he did it for a very, very long time. Um, but but he didn't have a lot of the vices that, that a lot of the guys do. And when you're young, you can get away with a lot more. But that's changing because now the young kids, they don't grow up outside. They don't grow up playing outside. They're growing up in front of a screen. So they're going to be less resilient. They're going to handle less stress. There's, you're seeing a lot more illnesses with kids that are young, autoimmune type issues. from, And there's all sorts of factors that go into that. So the whole point of this is like, you know, if you can't turn that voice off in your head, if you're spinning in your head and you're struggling with your health, take a good look, sit down quietly and calmly, go out in nature, get some peace in your life. And there's nothing wrong with intensity. I love intensity. I still work very hard, but I also work just as hard on the calming part of it. Because once you're caught up in that do more, go harder mentality, it almost becomes foreign and uncomfortable to be calm. And so that's why it's important to have like resets where you exhale and relax after you're done training. That's why it's important. My friend, Alan Crest, who uh, used to be my roommate. He talks about this all the time. He's got a very successful coaching business. Um, I lived with him for a couple of years when I was working at LAC, Lexington Athletic Club. There's actually so many great coaches that came out of uh, Lexington Athletic Club. There's a guy named Justin Ford, Chris Freeman. There's a guy named Brian Ray, who who uh, did a lot of great work at a local high school there named uh, uh, named LCA, Lexington Christian Academy. Um, Molly Galbraith, Girls Gone Strong, used to be my business partner, came out of LAC. Alan Kress, who's like Shaquille O'Neal's uh, trainer. He, he, he trains a bunch of high-level, like Saudi princes, those sort of things. Very high-level bodybuilding coach. Um, I mean, there's a, there's a whole, I probably left a couple out. Sarah, Dr. Dr. Sarah Martin came out of there. Um, there's a Sarah McKenzie, who is the was the first female... Um, strength and division one female strength and conditioning coach um i mean it's not there's a guy ryan patrick i forgot about snuggles ryan patrick who has a facility up in in uh northern kentucky who's doing incredible work chris freeman i think i already mentioned him um it's insane there's a guy uh, another bodybuilding coach his name his name really good dude i i, I I like him a lot, but I can't, my brain, I just can't remember right now, but it was, there was something in the water there in Lexington at Lexington athletic club that like all these really successful, highly driven coaches uh, came out of there. And, and one of the things Alan talks about all the time, he's got a great Instagram. You should go check it out. Alan Kress, but he talks about, you know, you have to pick and choose and he's a bodybuilder. So he understands like, that's the one thing I respect about really good bodybuilders and Alan was a very good bodybuilder for a very long period of time. They understand that you're going to go through phases where you're going to diet and you're going to lean down. And then you're going to have to go through phases where you're going to refeed and you're going to overfeed your little self a little bit. You're going to change your training so your body can adapt and overcome. And then you're going to diet for a little while and then you're going to put weight on. And then you're, it's, it's a constant flow of things. And the same thing goes for workload. There might be periods of time where you have to work really hard, but then you design rest and relaxation into that part of it and most people just start chopping down trees and they never rest until their body makes them rest so i'm actually working with a lady right now that that's has some health issues and 
she's like, the only time I slow down and relax is when my body stops me. And I'm like, yeah, I've been there. Like, that's huge warning signs. That's like red flags, check engine light. You, you need to learn how to slow down on your own. You don't want to wait till your body makes you stop. Now, if you're getting paid millions of dollars and you know, you're somebody like Peyton Manning or you're like John Elway who can barely walk now and you're getting paid millions of dollars. But if you're me and you're competing in powerlifting and you're doing it for a t-shirt, you know, is it really worth destroying your body for a t-shirt? I don't know. Probably not. So, you know, you got to kind of have to decide, you know, are you doing something because you really like it? Uh, you know, people that run like ultra marathons and that good for them. That's great. But then they start having major health issues and joint orthopedic issues and they can't stop running because that's the way they manage their stress. You have to have some serious talks about trade-offs and consequences to that and maybe a, a little bit of talking about how to make your training more efficient. So I know I've gone on and on and on and on, but, um, you know, hey, if you've got some some baggage you're carrying around, some anger, some hate, you know, maybe you need to forgive some people. And, you know, call them up on the phone and say, hey, you know, I know you did the best you could, but you failed me or write them a letter if they're not here anymore. Or if you don't want to talk to them, write them a letter and forgive yourself as well for 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 hating people. Because um, really, when you hate someone or you use anger, the only person you, you really hurt is yourself. So just a few thoughts today. Uh, we will see you on Monday. I hope you have yourself a great day. Remember to get outside. Uh, it's, it's, I can't, I beat, I know I sound like a broken record, but you know, from all the years of coaching in my gym in Lexington, I literally had, you know, it took people sometimes a year or two to really buy into what I was telling them. And then when they bought into it, they're like, wow, this stuff is really powerful. Our modern world is taking us away from nature everything you know look at what i'm doing right now you know I'm, I'm, I'm doing the best i can to manage it you know obviously um to be truly authentic i'd be just living off the land and all that stuff but i want to flirt with the modern world i just don't want to be like completely immersed in it so you know i do my i do my pot people walk by here on the beach <laughs> what's this guy doing and um it's it's pretty entertaining to watch the reactions that i get but um, uh, we we just we just if you think about how much lifestyles have changed in the last thirty or forty years, even since nineteen seventy, you know the average the average maximum security prisoner gets more time outside than children do today, and that is not going to have a good long term effect on 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 our health and well being. So. Get outside, make it a priority, find ways to get in nature more, find ways to get connected with the earth and the sun. Uh, you need to do that. Your body deserves it. So have a great day. Thanks for watching. See you next week. Oh, and if you have any suggestions for topics, I've got uh, this weekend, I'm going to be going through and probably doing all the topics to the end of the year. If you'd like something uh, for you, uh, Dr. Stillman and I to cover, Please let me know. We're always looking for ideas, topics that interest you. Um, and get our email list, stillmanwellness.com. There won't be a uh, webinar next week, but there will be one the following week. So take care, everyone.